0: hey hey hi lisa hi so lisa's not rhonda <laughs> no <laughs> lisa Koski is a student teacher in our program so mm-hmm. she's been a phenomenal student and has gone on to create phenomenal results for herself and uses a lot of what she is learning and incorporates it into impacting her clients mm-hmm. and no doubt will exponentially grow that impact. But um, she was a student teacher last week in our group coaching session. And this week was kind of my co-host. And so she agreed to come on and just share what the students learned today. So Lisa, if you wouldn't mind, give us kind of the 10,000 of you. You know, and I
1: had such great insight today myself. There were lots of aha moments, but um, we learned a lot about the origin or we talked about figuring out what the origin of your judge is. And I thought I had kind of done that work and I knew what my judge was telling me because we had the the question, we asked everyone to survive and succeed, I should blank. And I knew what my answer was, right? That I should always appear perfect, even though I know that I'm not. And, but today, as I was sitting there my head, and I think it's because I did all my PQ reps before I was 100% charged and I'm not kidding. (laughs) And so I thought back to a period in my childhood where somebody said, somebody who meant a lot to me, Mm -hmm. um, that I felt safe with, that I believe, told me something that totally made me make sense of where that judgment came from. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and I I shared that someone had said, you um, have a kind face, you don't have a beautiful face. And that one statement has affected my life so much in thinking, well, I'm not perfect, but I gotta try to look perfect. I gotta stay fit. I gotta do everything I can you know, whiten those teeth, whatever. And that's just talking about it from the physical appearance. I believe it's true for me in other areas, like be an attorney because then you're going to look really smart, even though you're not. I'm mm-hmm. you know, yeah. crazy. So I'm grappling with that knowledge and how to kind of neutralize it and have empathy. And so it was very, it was a really awesome learning experience for myself as well as everyone else, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A couple of things that came up for me this week was like how pronounced, how prominent our judge becomes when we are doing this work. We think now that we have an awareness of it, that it'll kind of all like float away. And actually it's not true. It's like, it's right here in your face.
1: Well, so and yeah, I like think I answer. did send you a note like, Oh, like, why is this all flying at me right now? And it was just the awareness, I
0: think. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're operating from your prodigy brain, you can actually look at the prominence of that judgmental narrative as a gift, as an opportunity. Because I always think about it as here's my at bat, right? Here's, right. I am constantly trying to refine the way that I handle this. And you only get so many at bats. So when all of those things come flooding in, I see Ferdy you you just got a heart i don't we've been doing this for like a year two years we've never got anybody to heart (laughs) 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 is is watching and i know that she just had baby number four and i bet any amount of money her judge narrative is like all over her you're doing it wrong right like you you should be doing it different you could be doing it better right but with the awareness of the fact that that judge is meant to be there we're just not meant to react to it we're meant to respond by tapping into our prodigy brain which looks like empathy which is exactly what you just like gave us a beautiful example of like this came from somebody that was meant a lot to you. Mm-hmm. And so you had empathy for yourself because as a young child, you didn't know any better. You believed what that person mm-hmm. said. It was an authority figure. So you had empathy for yourself. That is a beautiful example of how you go from having the awareness to something that was said to a circumstance that happened way back when how you've carried that or word and you've had empathy for yourself. And you've had empathy for that person and now you feel so different mm-hmm. when you are absolutely using empathy you feel different mm-hmm. than how you feel when you're being judged and lisa's thought was i have to be perfect judge comment narrative number one even though i know i'm not judge narrative number two right see how i'm effect. Yeah. That judge is so like prominent, it Mm -hmm. doesn't go away. We just have to shine a light on it. Yeah. So it can be very destructive without the awareness. And so what we do is we work really hard on heightening our awareness of it. That's half the battle. You gain so much traction just through the awareness. So that's what our students learned today. It's phenomenal work in the chat. I'm seeing like, oh, great call. I needed to hear this, right? Because we all think we're broken. So Lisa, thank you so much for being on the call today. Anything else you want to say?
1: No, thank you so much for for letting me be here. I, you know, I was going to say that one thing that I realized too this week was that sometimes the way I respond or react ends up being the same. No matter if I'm using my prodigy brain or my primitive or whatever you want to call it, But it feels so much worse when I don't when I'm like, you know, being hard on myself or telling myself I'm stupid. It feels so much worse, even though I get to the same outcome. Right. It's a net negative. Right. Because I'm not enjoying it. So that was another aha for me this week. Yeah.
0: Well, and Lisa, uh, one of her like saboteur narratives that she's revealed is the hyperachiever. Right. That hyperachiever attaches all of your accomplishments to self-worth. Yeah. So you believe that in order to be worthy, you have to keep achieving. And that again is just an awareness that, you know, if that sounds familiar to you, know that that is just coming from your primitive brain. That's a neural pathway that's very well established. So it's just happening by default. And it's, I I mean, I think judge is always number one. And I would say hyperachiever and pleaser are probably close seconds for most people. Those are mine, yep. (laughs) Victim is another one that's very, very prominent. So um, yeah, heightening your awareness around that so that you can like detach those lies from your worthiness. You're a hundred percent worthy because you're a human being on this earth period. Right. And so that is the thought that we want to be operating from looking at how we're consistently strengthening that prodigy brain through just recognizing how often that judge shows up. So thank you for bringing that up. That is perfect. Perfect way to end it. And we will see you guys next week. Thank you.